This is Excuse Me, I Have a Master's, a podcast where we answer the question, I have a master's degree, what now? Hello, <laughs> and welcome to Excuse Me, I Have a Master's. <laughs> what, Andrew? <laughs> this is... <laughs> it's My favorite thing about this setup is <laughs> how... Speaking about professionalism callback is how Dan and I are in person and we're huddled around this mic, this one mic, not staring at each other all the time. I only have eyes for the mic. Yeah, it's like a campfire and we're not allowed to talk to anything but the campfire. And then every once in a while we steal glances at each other. Steal special moments. So like every campfire I've ever been to. You didn't finish explaining what was funny. Oh, uh, yeah, we're in person, and he still had to, he still did that stupid countdown to make sure that we line up. It's not stupid. It's a beloved tradition. Yeah, we can't not do it. I can't not do it. I don't know when to begin speaking if I don't mouth the word one. <laughs> in any capacity, the first thing I do when I wake up in the morning is just, I'm like, yeah three yeah in my sleep i think i'm dreaming i go three two action and then i wake up and i'm ready for the day Um, by action i mean lay in bed for another 40 minutes on twitter but you know dude those are those are the best those are the best thoughts the first the first morning thoughts that was this morning i didn't i i woke up on time didn't hit snooze but instead of actually getting up and doing things, I immediately grabbed the phone and just laid awake in bed. You need, you remember, like, my mom, my mom was crazy. And she used to, she would have to be at work at six while I was growing up. But she would wake up at three. And, because she did, didn't need to. But then she realized it towards the end of her working life. She was like, I don't have to wake up this early. No. But, uh, but she's one of those people that really needs to, like, wake up and unwind and have her coffee and shit. So our, I think our generation and every generation like younger than us, their morning coffee is on the go. It's on the go. So their actual, the act of the morning coffee is just Twitter or the, their phone. Yeah. The, the unwinding. Well, I guess if you're, if you're waking up, it's the winding up. Yeah. I'm like, the, the best way to attack the day is by just yeah. reading people's unfiltered opinions on shit they know nothing about. Mm-hmm. And contributing. And contributing. And contributing. Yeah. <laughs> I've been uh, I've been showing a lot of thigh on Twitter lately. I don't know if this is a permanent phase or if I'm just you know really working it these days. <laughs> I don't know. I th- I think <sighs> these thighs have to lug around a big dumb bitch a lot of the time, and I <laughs> I think they deserve some appreciation. <laughs> Let's. Uh, so feel free to. Show Dan's thighs some love, I guess. Yeah. Lugging Please. around this big dumb retweet, bitch. Retweet these thighs. These, <laughs> these bitch lugging thighs. Bitch lugging thighs. Trademark. Yeah. <laughs> well, how are you, man? Besides bitch lugging thighs. Bitch lugging thighs. I am my my BLTs. <laughs> <laughs> um I am good i am jump searching which is not fun um i know we talked about last episode was writing and all i've been writing since that episode is cover letters 
And that makes me want to die. Cover letters are the worst part, I think, because... They're so humiliating. Because, like, you you don't want to hire me and I don't want to apply. Why are we drawing this out? I know. I feel like I'm shark tanking them. Like, hey, this is why you should hire me. Like, it's so... <laughs> I fucking... I hate it. It... Yeah. Every aspect about modern day job applications suck because they you turn in you submit your resume and then you still have to go through and enter everything manually because it either you either have to enter it manually or it pulls it from your resume and it always does and it's always wrong always wrong like the dates are off or the descriptions are off i did one of those yesterday literally and every time that i had a word that had the letters t and i next to each other it converted it to an uppercase o so I had to go through and delete a bunch of O's and retype in T-I. But only if they were lowercase. If it was a capital T-I, it was fine. What? And that's... I, it has to be on purpose. Bitch, do you want this job? <laughs> what? How's your attention to detail? <laughs> that's so dumb. Uh, yes, it was. Well... But please hire me. Yeah. Well... You know, so in the future, hopefully you'll be gainfully employed at a place that you appreciate more than your current situation which makes me think about the importance of planning <laughs> mr segway over here i always always on it we're talking about planning today life planning goal setting accomplishing not dying <laughs> yeah five-year plans one-year plans the day-to-day grind of living but thinking literally just thinking ahead in any way. Yeah. Any way, shape, or form. Have you ever had a five-year plan? No. Um, like a real one? Yeah, like a... Maybe not... I mean, not like... I've had... I, not like a dream board of Yeah, like, I've but, never been a dream board person, and I've never been a real, like, like hard and fast five-year goal. But I have been, like... I did... Uh, so the closest, I guess, was with my education. I was like, I'm going to, you know, go to undergrad... By this time, I will have a master's. By this time, I'll have a doctorate. And then I should be a professor by, like, late 20s. Yeah. But that's kind of, like, I feel like the whole five-year plan idea is so juvenile because, like, what you tell kids in high school that, four of those five years are going to be high school. That's yeah. a bullshit plan. Yeah. All you have to do is not drop out. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. Depending on where you're at. Five-year plans get more prudent once you're, like, 50. Once you have to, like, make a plan. Yeah. I am struggling with that. I think it has been five, six years, six years since I graduated undergrad. And unfortunately, the master's program is only two years. That left a lot of more years to actually do things. And I, I don't know what I thought I was going to do, but it wasn't this. I did. I mean, I love this. Yeah. <laughs> this is great, buddy. Thank you. You can't see it, but he is touching. He's touching me. Um, on my BLTs, who knows? Anyway, <laughs> what, a, what a phrase. I don't think I'll ever be able to go to a I diner know. again and not look at that menu. <laughs> What's for dinner? <laughs> I had to make, I had to make a five and 10 year plan actually once for like a project in college. And I just remember I didn't take it seriously. So, you know, I just put like the arbitrary shit, like I'm going to go to grad school and Hopefully this. And, you know, the dumb shit that my 
like rural Wisconsin upbringing taught me is like, oh, you know, like maybe I'll have a house. Maybe I'll like have like I'll be married and shit. Maybe I won't. Who knows? But I remember. But I also added like a ton of dumb shit, which was like, I'll have a vibraphone and I'll have a proton pack. And then I remember my professor being like, what the hell is a proton pack? And I said, oh, the gun from Ghostbusters. You don't know. And then so I recently found it and I kind of laughed because the 10, like, this is the 10 year point of that. And I'm like, I was a professor for a semester and (laughs) I have a proton pack and I have a vibraphone. (laughs) I was going to say, I am looking at it right now. I know. Like, I've accomplished, I've check marks, you know. I am. Well, what's that old saying? Like, like the person you are now. Or, like, the person you were five years ago would be so proud and think you're so cool the way you are now. I said yeah. that Yeah. No, I know what you're talking about, that. that. Yeah. And so, like, oh, you did it. Yeah. It's Congrats. like, yeah. But Fuck. the thing is, then you get it and you're like, I'm still a piece of shit. Yeah. Like, five years ago, me would be so impressed. But then also, if they could comprehend how much better a person I am and, and still a piece of shit, how awful they are. Yeah. Well, because I feel like when you make those kinds of plans, it's always like things I want to have, things I want to do, things I want to accomplish. It's never like, what kind of person do I want to be? Yeah. In five years, where do you see yourself? Therapy, hopefully. Yeah. (laughs) On with a job with an insurance plan (laughs) that will cover this. Please help. You know, no (laughs) one's ever, no one's ever like. In five years, I want to be in a trusting and intimate relationship. Um, You know, volunteer at my community center. Really, a pillar of support for my friends and neighbors. I want to be comfortable saying no to obligations and expressing my boundaries. Yeah. Yeah. My, I don't think I ever had an explicit five-year plan i was just always like i don't know you're from at least in since we were kids the 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 life goal from ages one to 18 is like get to college yep and everyone's (laughs) like once you do that you're set and it's like i'm far from set it is insane how two colleges they thought two colleges yeah (laughs) my mom was just and my mom i i mean so my older siblings are like we're 13 years apart but I, you know, like we, my older sister and me, like we were the ones that went off to college. So I was like, oh, I'm technically a first generation college student. And it showed in how my parents handled it because <laughs> my mom's just like, take out all of the loans. It'll be fine. Yeah. Well, I mean, but no one before us had to take out that many loans. Either. Oh, yeah. So even parents that did go to college were like, guess that's just what you have to do. And I was like, no. Yeah, it's what you have to do, and they didn't account for, like, the 9,000, like, percent inflation rate that happened. I, it's so, ugh. I just... Dude, don't... Is it worth it? Yeah, I think we, we talk a lot about generational trauma, but we don't talk about the trauma of taking on generational five-year plans. Like... Yeah, <laughs> it's so anachronistic to be like, this worked for me, son. <laughs> I tended the and fields and got my JD. Yeah, I know. It's <laughs> yeah. like, oh my God. Well, like, I feel, I just, I always, whenever I think of, like, multi-year plans, I only think of education structure. Yeah. Like, okay, high school. Okay, but five years from now, I need to be in college. In college, I'm like, okay, five years from now, I should, I should probably, like, get a master's, right? I just keep adding on tiers of multi-year things, but the years get shorter and shorter each time. I love those people that are, like, um, 
just like serial school go degree getters. Oh yeah. Like they get a master's and they're like, well now I need a, a performance certificate. And then they get that and they're like, <laughs> well, I just, I need my DMA. And like, I don't know, do what you want to do with your life. That kind of tells me that you're only still in school. Cause like you didn't get a job playing the oboe after degree two. <laughs> so maybe like choose a new path. Yeah. <sighs> choose a new timeline. Yeah. I, 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 I agree with that. It, especially because in the, it's like you're getting at. It's so easy to hide in academia. I mean, there are the few people that are killing it, you know. But if you just go, well, I auditioned for the Atlanta, f- like, Phil five times and didn't make it. It's not the Atlanta Phil. It's the Atlanta Symphony, right? It doesn't matter. Yeah, ASL. You're making, you, you do the rounds. I don't know. I mean, that is also just like a ridiculous. Yeah. That life to want in general, like of an orchestral musician. Even when I was in the thick of it, I did not want that. No, I didn't want. It. I realized I didn't want that. Want that like the first week I got to grad school, because my undergrad I was very like big fish in a small pond. Uh, hey, everyone that I went to school with. <laughs> <laughs> did you know? Did you know? Did you remember that about me? Um, <laughs> But, you know, it was a tiny school in Indiana, not a lot of, like, stuff around. And then I come to Chicago, and I'm like, everyone is good. Like, I had never heard of a, a first violin section play a high note in tune, you know? So that was <laughs> that was eye-opening. But then the other thing I realized, I was like, oh, everyone else wants this a lot more than me. Should I just go? Talk about I, people... I quickly stopped caring. Talk about people with a solid fucking, like, 10-year plan from the time they were 12. That's insane. I mean, seriously, though. I mean, half of which was definitely thrust upon them by their parents. It's like, so for right, for these but... two years, you're in, like, Youth Youth Symphony. These four years, you're in the Chicago Youth Symphony, or, like, the best, you know, Youth Symphony you can be around and it's like these nine years you like since you were nine you will be studying with this person and then maybe if you level up you can actually study with this person who's the professor here and people on the route to be an orchestral musician it, it's so formulaic it is and you know some people and i break the mold <laughs> yeah with trendsetters by not being good enough <laughs> Well, you know, like, how many times do you read the bio of somebody in, you know, an orchestra or just killing it as a solo musician? And it's, they did interlocking for high school and then went to one of the four universities that they all go to. And they did this, <laughs> they did Tanglewood. And then, I you know, know, they did Aspen. And go, they're okay. also L. Woods about it. They're like, Juilliard? Like, it's hard? Yeah. yeah. Julie hard. <laughs> Julie's hard. Um, separate thing, separate conversation. Anyway, uh, but yeah. those people. Well, and it also has to do with. I mean, they must. They must like it, or they must desire the outcome of getting that enough to put up with all the bullshit. I am like, I'm like a pinball in a pinball machine. Like, I'll bump into one thing and change course and be like, okay. <laughs> like one person tells me that wasn't good. I'm like, you're right. I'll die. <laughs> Yeah, maybe, yeah, not the uh, the persona to handle, a, like, a concrete 
multi-year plan. No. Well, okay. This is like a little, uh, I'm bringing myself full circle. What I said about you don't think about the person you want to be. You just think about what you want to do. I, you know, I, when I was making those goals, I didn't even know the person I was at the time. And I was like, am I a person that can handle this? The answer was no. <laughs> a resounding capital no. <laughs> I was doing, I was doing it for validation. I was doing it for like to be better than other people. <laughs> That's not how you get that career. Yeah. Yeah. Without also being better than other people. Right. I just wanted to be better than other people. Yeah. I like the the, the reflection of a five-year plan that you di- you missed the mark every turn. But then I like looking back and seeing, well, this is logically why I was set up to fail. Yeah. <laughs> like, I remember... Just, like, soothing myself. Like, honey, you were never going to make it. Yeah, I mean, there's there's some solace in failure. Yeah. <laughs> you know, some people... You don't have to try as hard. <laughs> <laughs> well, some people, some people will fail and then not learn from it. But then think everything's kosher, and then they just keep jumping off the same cliff, getting more and more fucked up as it you know goes on. By the like last go around, they're like, like feebly pulling themselves up the side. They're like, this time I'm gonna stick the landing, and then they just plummet to their near death again. Like when I started, I knew that I wanted to do music because it was a hobby that I liked, and I knew yeah. I wanted to help people. So that's why I was like, I'll be a music teacher. And then when I transferred schools and did not want to spend more time to get the ed degree, I just went performance. Because then I figured, well, I can still help people being a college professor because they'll care more about music. And so I didn't need the ed undergrad. So then I just stuck with performance. So then my heart was never from the get-go, like, I'm going to be a performer. And realizing that... (laughs) halfway through my master's was sobering but then freeing at the same time yeah i almost did not complete my master's i remember that summer vacation between the years i was like i really don't want like i don't care like blah blah blah. but there is like something about it just sucks you in being like but at least i'll know what i'm doing with my life for one more year if i stay and ultimately, I'm glad I did it because I could not be a co-host of this podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You <laughs> I know, didn't get that paper. Needed to happen. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah. But uh, it's just, I don't know. And then I keep thinking, like, I can do whatever I want now. I can do whatever I want now. But I'm just like, I don't know what I want to do now. And that's kind of liberating, though. It is. I like, I don't know, because, you know, well, growing up, right, I it was going to be, a, I wanted to be a high school band teacher to start. That's that disgusting. is that is what I wanted. Well, because you can be they they understand sarcasm enough, and then my rationale was I had to conduct them. I didn't really have to teach them a new instrument, which is wrong, especially depending where you are. Um, but that was my rationale, and I say that because you know you you get that gig, you die, <laughs> you die, you are a band teacher. And, you are Mr. Holland. Yeah, and it's interesting seeing, you know, especially in the freelance gig, you know, like life is people are just doing everything, but they're still, you know, I'm a musician, which is a did totally you, did solid... Did you say life was a freelance gig? No. Oh, did I? Well, that's you not what I meant. freelance gig, like life. Oh, for their life, you know, oh. they're like, they're freelancing, but they're still doing... Uh, Everyday I'm on a contract shit. with God. Yeah, it could be terminated at any point. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I just watched Final Destination 2, so that's 
So true. I can't with those movies. The <laughs> one that haunts me is the girls that get burned in the tanning bed. I forget which one that is, but I... never I, saw it. Oh. I've only seen the first two. Oh, I forget. Oh, oh. I just, I, oh, I'm going to not sleep tonight. Well, those people, I mean, they apparently, they clearly didn't make it through their plans. <laughs> yeah. And uh, what prevented you from accomplishing your plans? <laughs> um, I died. Yeah, as they say on their way to hell. I assume they were bad people. Um, they could have been fun. But, you know, uh, sorry. The point was, they especially in like, <laughs> in comedy, there's so many comedians where, you know, or people in our, our point where, you know, they're wanting to tr- make it, but we still have our day jobs, but... We're now coming to, you know, especially if we're in our later 20s and just being like, I have a general grasp of who I am. Yeah. (laughs) At least I know what I should fix. Yeah. I may not have done it yet. Yeah. But I'm aware. Exactly. That's that's the biggest thing is you're at least aware enough to be say this is a monstrous aspect of me and I know what could fix it. (laughs) (laughs) we'll see if that happens if only i had a solid plan (laughs) well let's also talk about people making plans based on their age which is such an arbitrary dumb thing and i I mean i'm a sucker like i i'm 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 approaching 30 oh shut up i'm approaching 28 and a half but dude no 30 is best is no i know 30 is great now i'm like looking forward to when i turned 27 that was a hard one to swallow because 26 i was like i'm still in my mid-20s and then 27 i was like fuck and then 28 well now that the world is on fire i'm like well let's just let's just end it thankful for another day i guess (laughs) (laughs) yeah i well, I don't know if you get like this every once in a while, but again, raised in small town Wisconsin as a 90s kid, so it was it was not uncommon to be like, yo, you you know, you graduate high school, go to college and then do the family thing. Or, you know, maybe just graduate high school and do the family thing. I I knew a ton of people that they were 18 and wed and had kids immediately. Again, the the more religious you were, the more that happened. I can't imagine. I don't trust myself to have kids now. Ten years ago, you want me to have kids? Yeah. Ten years ago, I still thought I wanted to be a professional clarinetist. <laughs> that man is not I, fit. I, I knew nothing of myself. <laughs> yeah, I am... Um, I have no... It's weird, right? I've, there's nothing inherently wrong with that. But if you... In, to me, in my my point of view, if you go, well, I need to just get married and have kids because that's the Lord's work and that's what happened in my very small town white Catholic community, I have a problem with that. If that's all you know, I don't appreciate that. But if you are aware of the world outside mm-hmm. and you could have a career, you could travel the world, but you go, nah, I just want to stay here with me and my 15 chitlins. I'm like, fine. You do you. Oh my God. <laughs> Also, stop having kids. Stop having so many kids. The stop world's having, overpopulated. Yeah. Yeah. No kids. Just everyone take a month off. Speaking of planning, I think the whole world should just go on a five-year plan of, like, no kids. For five years. Yeah. Minimum. At least. I always think about, like... Or not enough to, like, fuck up the generations thing, you know? 
movies. Ugh, the generation. No, no, because that's just marketing. It is. No, no, but I mean, you know, because you don't want like too long of a gap. So then the training, like people are too old to realistically train the next crop of doctors and farmers and shit. Yeah, just take one year off. Oh no, five a years. A year without twenty-two year olds. Oh no. No, I think five years. The five-year five. span of no 22-year-olds specifically. Yeah. Uh, They've had a year of drinking under their belt, but now they're monsters because they're trying, like, cocktails and not just drinking fucking PBR and four locos at the bar. I observed some girls on the Metro a couple weeks ago who I believe to be, like, 22, 23. And they were, like, training in from the suburbs for, like, someone's birthday. And they were talking so loud about their plans to go to Three Dots in a Dash. Uh, and I was like, oh, I remember when I thought that was cool, too. You have so much growing to do. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what if? <gasps> oh, I just remembered a story. Let's hear it. Okay, so this is the first time I felt truly old. <laughs> it was recent. So I had some friends that moved to New York city earlier this summer and before they went they had this whole like checklist of things they wanted to do blah blah blah. it was a married couple and my friend was like i want to go to this bar called the beaumont because that's where my parents met back in the day and we're like okay i'm like sure whatever you want to do and this bar is on halstead like right next to cafe barbariba in lincoln park just for context okay and we go and this is depaul area that's why it's important um we were the oldest people there by a lot. I, like, 50% of that bar was not even 21 yet. Like, it was a <laughs> divey underage. And they kept... These kids, I think they knew we were old and they were making fun of us, but they kept asking what grade we were in. And my friend was like, um, medical sales. Uh, I have a job. <laughs> you know, it was crazy. And all Gen Z does is stand on the dance floor and vape. Man. No dancing. I think the one, I think included in everyone's any year plan, it doesn't matter. It could be a one day plan. It could be a 90 year plan. It is always to just shit on the, like, just shit on younger people. And I mean, I, I remember just hating high schoolers when I was a freshman in college. I wasn't far removed. Like, I was still a piece of shit. Removed. Thank you for calling me out on my fucking slurred, stupid speech. That wasn't even slurred. That was just dumb. Yes. Thank you. I hate you so much. But now we're in person and I can beat the shit out of you. Um, I would win. <laughs> Try it. No, your center of gravity is so off, you lanky, lanky boy. Anyway, we're not comparing who'd win in a fight. We'd both lose. We're musicians. No one wins in this fight. Um, My five-year plan kick Andrew's ass. <laughs> my ten, my ten year day. plan is revenge for the last five yeah. years. <laughs> but you know, I it's such a dumb trope, right? Of one, the older generation ha- hating the next one. <laughs> but it's so hard. And I mean, you know, Gen Z will hate whatever the next thing is. Like they'll find what are, is that Generation Alpha? Are we going back to the the beginning of the alphabet? I have no idea. I think I read that somewhere, but they're like babies now. So they're babies now. Yeah, I, if, it's always funny to me too. We'll just stick with Gen Z because it makes sense. So like Gen Z shitting on millennials, but millennials are like raising the generation that will demolish them. Yeah, it's just cyclical. It's uh, it's so great. I I kind of like where millennials are at now because it's like I hate everyone younger than me, 
because they're 22 and beautiful. And I hate everyone older than me because they're ruining the world. Yeah, I know. The perf- between, between a rock and a hot place. Um, hot place. A hot place. Hot plate. Uh, hot place. <laughs> I just pictured a frying pan on a hot plate with a rock in it. Delightful. Yeah, that was some nice. I just, I, I like how, um, I don't know if this is like generational for everybody for specifically millennials but we are truly getting blamed for everything did you see that headline that was about um what's going on in afghanistan and the headline was this is your fault and it was directed at like people in their 30s and i was like what What? we were children it was 20 years ago i distinctly remember 9 11 in sixth grade mind you and then a president who was famously not a millennial. Yeah. Famously old. Yeah, famously old. Started a war. Yeah. Honestly, my whole life is like 9-11 happened and then nothing got better. Yeah. And people were like, you need to like pull yourself up by your bootstraps. Ah, it's not that bad. I'm like, yeah, it is. Literally nothing got better. Oh, man. Afghanistan. Talk about a botched five-year plan. That was in poor taste. I'm so sorry. There was no plan. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, we had, excuse me, I have a master's. Do not appreciate what has happened with, like, the bullshit. But we're also not going to comment on it too much because we are not military strategists or, you know, international relations, like, specialists. Mm -hmm. We are a clarinetist and a percussionist, respectively. All I know is what Tommy Laren tells me on Twitter. Yeah. Just kidding. <laughs> I hate it. Yeah, I'm more of a Ben Shapiro boy. Yeah, here's my five-year plan. Get famous, get a platform, read some news, take her down. Ooh, publicly. I think everyone should have a new five-year... No, five years too long. A, a year plan to just, like, we we need to go after a, this. Give me a week plan. <laughs> I, I'm so bad. I ch- I'm, a, I'm a consistent, like, to-do list maker, and I... I Used to do one every day, but I've stopped doing that. And I have to say, I don't know if I am more productive. I feel like I get a lot done. But I also just feel a lot better without the plan. You, you can't fuck up what isn't in writing. <laughs> That's true. I I will say, though, um, five-year long, long-term plans aside, I am pretty good at very short-term goals and short-term plans. Because, one, that's just life. You know, if I wake up and my short-term goal is a day's to-do list, I'm like, you know, it's very achievable. It's very manageable. If I say, you know, in five years, I'm going to be this great virtuoso percussionist, then there's a lot of leeway to fuck that up because that is a lofty goal. Whereas if I just say every day I'm practicing like two hours a day, then it kind of lends itself to that goal. Well, I was literally just about to say, it's not about what the goal is and what you want to be it's really about habit building yeah that's how you like get anywhere and improve especially like that's all like a, a, a fitness goals right i there was a sense in there somewhere you you ended with you, you did the jazz thing of when you're soloing it doesn't matter what notes you play as long as you know where you end fitness goals <laughs> yeah well it's about building habits right because otherwise even if you would reach whatever that goal is and it could be like musical or it could be fitness or it could be whatever you're not gonna uh, maintain that right if all you did was like 
fixate on the one goal and not build up the habits to sustain. Sustain is the word. Rhymes with maintain. Yeah. I'm talking fast. My brain can't keep up. That's okay. I won't call you out on it because I'm a good friend. I'll strangle you. (laughs) (laughs) But so that's what I try to focus on more is like the habit building. Right. It's Which is also um, anti-capitalist too. It doesn't matter what you do because what you do is not what you're worth. Mm. That was smart. <laughs> oh, but I forgot what I was going to say next. It was related. To anti-capitalist habit building. Yes! Okay, I remembered it. <laughs> We're back. Um, <laughs> uh, so one thing that I like to do if I'm feeling down in the dumps is like do like a, like what are like three things that I'm like grateful for today? Or whatever. And it used to be that I would always catch myself, I'd be grateful that I did this today. Or grateful that I got this done. And it was always like things, like to-do lists, because of that internalized capitalism. So I've started not doing that, and instead doing like gratitude towards like, these are things that I have. Or these are things that exist that I enjoy. That's good. And that's a much more peaceful place to be. Oh, oh, what was I going to say? Damn it, this keeps happening to me. Are you ever just so present that you forget everything? <laughs> everything you ever thought, think, or were about to say? <laughs> That's a nice way of saying I have early onset dementia. Uh, what? One time? I oh, think, I think oh God. A, no, no, no. No, <laughs> no. I was just thinking there's no segue to this. One time when I was in my like early 20s, I was like, upset about something or like bummed about something and I made the offhand comment like at least I'm not crazy or something and my mom who is a mental health professional was like um you don't know that yet (laughs) (laughs) she was like she was like we'll know by the time you're like 25 26 whether you're schizophrenic and I was like damn (laughs) my mom never the kind nurturing type (laughs) It's just like, you don't know that yet. And I was like, oh my god. I love how that is just an embedded memory for you. I, yeah. But hey, this frontal cortex, fully developed. <laughs> well, supposedly working fine. And honestly, that is the best five-year plan anyone could have asked for. Not die. Is not just die. Just don't die. Yeah, honestly, if you just set your sights at that... You, you nine times out of ten you'll be betting a thousand yeah man that was a, that's some pretty good banter because <laughs> we're in a room because we're in a room in yeah a room. that's true that's true we're in a room we have a room we we have a room uh do you have any anything else you want to say on a because uh, i only have one again i don't have a five-year plan but i do have a next five minutes plan and it's to retweet (laughs) to what never mind no what were you gonna say (laughs) i knew that's what you were gonna say but i needed to hear you say it there's nothing else i whip out except my sparkling intellect um okay closing thoughts um five-year plan right now what is it me in five years, uh, stay alive and 
conquer my fear of death. Nice. Um, I would have to say mine involves... Um, I want to say a real thing. I just want to get better at, like, writing... Like, every other day, minimum. But, like, solid writing. Building habits. Yeah, building habits. Um, yeah, I would say mine, mine include um, some better habits, including... Um, like eating better, exercise, sleeping better, just like lifestyle things. I feel like I've I've always I've always been that person that glamorizes like go 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 don't sleep hustle culture hustle culture. I would like to do things for fun and not money or validation. That's about it. Nice. Also, um, get rich. Yeah, we all want very tame, subtle, attainable goals. So I'm really glad you threw that in there. Yeah, if I I mean. A five-year plan when you're poor becomes a six-month plan if you're rich. Yeah, I forgot that you're able to uh, speed Speed that up when you have the money. Well, you know what I'm going to do for... uh, I'm just going to go with... (laughs) I don't like that laugh that you do. (laughs) Um... You said we can go back like a couple days. Yeah, whenever. Because I mean, the only one that was within this last day is a uh, good old D T Hickey. The T stands for thighs. Okay. Mister Hickey has this one that is. It's worth a chuckle. Personally, I am tired of people continuously getting married. That's just a true sentiment. So tired. I accidentally booked a flight to New York on the day of a friend's wedding because I have to go to so many this year that I simply forgot. <laughs> Can I say one thing about weddings? I canceled the flight. I'm going to the wedding. Um, I know it's your special day, but when it's my sixth of the year, I don't care. <clears throat> and I just want you to know that. Anyway, my tweet for Andrew It is... Oh, I relate to this one. Quote, you have the personality of a famous person. Okay, what the hell does that mean? (laughs) Have you ever gone that, though? Like, people be like, you strike... You know, it's like, I do comedy. And they say, you strike me as someone that could be famous. I'm like, what does that mean? This is like myself talking in the mirror every morning. Like, you've got moxie, kid. Yeah. You fucking famous. You you bitch-lugging... You bitch lugging. <laughs> but you get out there and kill him, kid. You six foot seven parasites. Yeah. <laughs> All five, no problem. Uh, that was solid. It's so nice being in the... High five. That was a real high five. We didn't even have to add that in. Nice. Yeah, that would have been funny if that was a bit we had done prior. It's just like... Obviously fake <laughs> high fives. It's like that... that um. What's that thing that in Sleigh Bell, the big wooden, like... Oh, uh, the the whip? Is that what it's called? Yeah. Okay. That thing. Nay. <laughs> Nay. A very common horse sound. <laughs> you know when your horse just looks at you funny and goes, Nay. Yeah, those horses that spent too much time in the Hamptons. Yeah. Those horses. <laughs> My Hampton horse. <laughs> Any uh, parting thoughts? I was just going to ask you, don't make big plans, um, because the Delta variants here stay inside. (laughs) This was a PSA courtesy of, excuse me, I have masters, 
Fucking pay us, Lori Lightfoot. We know you got a ton of money yeah. in that cop budget. Where help? I want some of that Lala money. Yeah, dude, that Lala money, the federal COVID money that she spent on cops. <laughs> yeah, that Lala money, that market day's money. I'm all, just the, all those big events that were allowed to happen, and we are now suspiciously closing down weeks late. Well, not closing down, but masking up. Yeah. So yeah, maybe pay us. Maybe pay us and we don't fucking, maybe we don't talk. Yeah. Here's the thing. You want to make it five years to even have a plan, you got to do three things. Stay home, wear a mask, and get vaccinated. Mm. Build those habits, bitch. Nice. Uh, words to live by, by your BLT DT hickey. <laughs> we'll see you next week. <laughs> Peace out.